From the Cervera Newsroom in sunny Miami, welcome to the Miami Real Estate Podcast, your home for expert insight on all things Miami real estate. I'm your host, Omar DeWint. Let's get started. Welcome back to How to Be a Top Producer here on the Miami Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Omar DeWint, to bring you another uh, installment in our series dedicated to helping Miami real estate professionals uh, unearth business advice, uh, methods, and strategies uh, from the industry's top thought leaders and thought makers. I'm joined by um, one of the top of the top uh, marketing gurus, business coaches, uh, TV personalities, Orlando Montiel. Orlando, how you doing? Omar, thank you very much for coming to our offices today. It's a pleasure to be in the show. We're doing also the Miami Real Estate Show here today. That's right. We're, we're, it's like sister uh, companies, essentially, right? <laughs> there you go. So it's, uh, I always have Alicia in, uh, in our podcast, yep. an amazing person to have in our in our podcast. Now you have me, so it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you yeah, very much. Yeah, we're putting man. you in the hot seat. <laughs> there you How go. That? So, Thank you. So I'm kind of nervous today. <laughs> <laughs> They'll do great. So today we're talking about how to increase your sales by 100,000 uh, in six months. And uh, to, to sort of broach that topic, I mean, why don't you first tell us a little bit about yourself and your background sure. and, and, and how you got to today, your marketing coach, right. business coach, mm -hmm. and uh, really, uh, you know, just all around superstar. So mm -hmm. tell us how Thank you Thank you. Thank you today. very much. Well. I started back in the days in Nations Bank mm -hmm. uh, before, it was acquired, before it was acquired by Bank of America. So we had a formal marketing and sales training, all right? Uh, for eight years, that's what I did when I joined the real estate industry. Within the first two years, uh, I was one of the top agents in Miami, and the Association of Realtors approached me and asked me if I wanted to teach some classes at the, uh, the association. And as you can, for those of you who don't know me, you're going to see it today. I'm very passionate about teaching. You know, I have three books that I've written. I'm on TV every week. You know, teaching people how to achieve financial uh, independence and, and, and how to market their, their services and how to sell, right? Mm -hmm. So I said yes. And uh, in one of those classes, I, one of the attendees asked me, listen, uh, do you teach that in private? And I said, yes. How much do you charge? And I said, $500. All right, I'll take the class. And that's the way... The Montiel organizations was, was born, and now today we you know, teach thousands of agents how to increase uh, uh, their, their productivity, how to market themselves, and uh, how to sell more properties. I think that's, uh, that's an amazing story. Yeah. We all in, in real estate, I think, have a story of yeah. how, you know, how, how we got in the business. And um, th what I like about that is that the association spotted the mm -hmm. fact that you were uh, successful yeah. and, and sort of uh, honed in on that and, and turned that around to help right. the rest of the organization. And fittingly, because I was reading a statistic the other day that I think about 50% of realtors failed in their, their first six months. Wow. And, um, and, and so how, uh, how do you think that um, in terms of marketing and applying uh, the different strategies that your organization um, specializes in, how can real estate professionals out there apply that to their business? Well, let's talk about marketing, which is the second point that I always touch in seminars. We do seminars three or four times a week. So tomorrow, as I said, off camera, we are, I'm going to a Dominican Republic to do a seminar. Yeah, my hometown. Yeah, man, it's, it's an amazing place to be there. It's, uh, people are very welcoming, and I enjoy going to the Dominican Republic. So very important before we get into, into uh, marketing, I'll mm. give you another statistic. Sure. Any idea, according to the Ford Association of Realtors, any idea how much the average agent working 40 hours or more mm. with 10 years of experience makes every single year? So my, my first guess <laughs> would be $75,000. $75,000. Well, not including part-timers. Again, agents working 40 hours or more mm -hmm. with at least 10 years of experience make $28,160. I'm going to say it again. $28,160. <laughs> What do you think the reason is? Well, that's unbelievable, number one. <laughs> but uh, so, it, you know, I my first thought is that they're not marketing right, themselves right, properly. Right. Well, marketing is, is reason number two. But let's go what let, let's reason go back one. to the reason number one, which is well, if you want to become an an, an architect, an engineer, an economist, first and foremost, where do you go? To school. College, right? Yeah, college. For how long? That's step number two. Yeah, four to eight years. Uh, four to eight years, exactly. Then, what's the minimum financial investment? Uh, you know, fifty to hundred thousand. Yeah, minimum one hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars public education, right? But if you want to become a real estate agent here in Florida, for example, where do you go? 
the Florida Realtors Association? One of the uh, uh, real estate school, real right? Estate, Gold for, Coast. Well, right? Gold, that's one of them, right? For pre-licensing, right? So you don't go to college, you mm -hmm. go for to pre-licensing school. Step number two, for how long? Five years? Uh, six months? What? 63 <laughs> hours. 63 hours. I'm not a licensed realtor for anybody who's so good, wondering, good, like, how do you good, know, right? know that? Bro, so now 63 <laughs> hours, it's not five years. And what's the minimum investment, $100,000? Uh, it's like $500, Including right? the license, $695. <laughs> By the way, I'll give you a tip. In order to become a licensed bartender in the state of Florida, it's $750. So it's more expensive to become a bartender than a real estate agent, all right? So don't confuse having a license mm -hmm. with the ability to make money with the license. Mm -hmm. Two completely different things, all right? So when we're doing a seminar, mm -hmm. I, I ask everybody, and regardless of the topic, right? said, all right, right in the middle of the page where you're taking notes, these three buckets, right? Three squares. Mm -hmm. Square number one is it's, it's what? It's specialized knowledge. Okay. That's number one. And what, what do you mean by that? Very good. So specialized knowledge is first and foremost knowledge about my client, who my mm -hmm. client it's going to be, right? Right. I can be an expert on everybody. Who makes more money? The general doctor or the specialist? Specialist. Definitely, right? The specialist says, Omar, I only do surgery on the right hand. Mm -hmm. No, but it's, it hurts in the back. I'm sorry. I only do surgery on the right hand. Mm -hmm. I do about 170 to 200 per year. And I do them well. And I'm doing well because that's the only thing that I'm doing. Got it? Perfect. All right. Now, who makes more money? The specialist or Dr. Oz from TV? Dr. Oz. Definitely, right? <laughs> to guess. Many, many times over. And the reason is, is that he became the what? The celebrity, mm. right? Right. So what, what we try to teach agents is that you want to become the celebrity you don't need to be the celebrity on TV, on the radio, but in your small community. Right. You want that specialized knowledge on your community. Because principle number one of our coaching system is that it's much easier for people to do business with you, Omar, mm -hmm. when they find you instead of when you find them. Right, because they're, they're, you're speaking to their needs and what the customer wants. Exactly, now you're giving me value, mm -hmm. right? So once I reach out to you, you're. I'm 70% sold. Right. Right? Right. But instead, I think what you see happen often is, you know, you're a specialist in, in where in, in dental court. Right, right. What we were saying, right? So now jump into bucket number two or square uh -huh. number two, which is marketing. We want to go from what's called, and a good friend of mine, very good agent, Ines Egedus, uses phrases. We want to go from the agent-centric mm -hmm. approach of marketing to the client-centric approach of marketing. Mm -hmm. What do we mean by that? It means that the typical postcard has four things, mm -hmm. or the website. Number one is my what? Your photo. Right, Your my smiling, picture face. profile, right? From 37 years ago, <laughs> right? Right. But it's my picture, yep. right? Me, me, it's my, it's my, it's my picture, right? Number two is my what? My listing or my recently sold property, right? Right, because we have to know that you sell. Right, right. It's, it's about me, man. It's just about me, right? Number three, it's my, con my, my contact information, my email, my website, my phone number. Right. And here's the call to action. Call me. Who's going to call me? We all know the answer, right? That's the thing. So again, it's much easier for people to find you when you, they find it's you. much easier for people to do business with you when they find you instead of when you find them. Right. Right. Principle number two, it's much easier for people to be interested on in you when you talk to them about solving a problem that they have, mm -hmm. right? Instead of saying how good you are. So how do you do that? Very good. So on top of those three buckets, which is number one, specialized knowledge. Mm -hmm. Number two, marketing. Specialized knowledge is the knowledge about my client. Mm -hmm. So I can specialize in one market, right. which is more according to my client. And then the knowledge about marketing. On top of that, we ask agents to put the following word, which is content. Okay. Content. I love that word. All right. Why? Content is what allows me to position myself as the expert of choice, what allows me not to tell, but show my potential audience, my client, that I know what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. all right? Mm -hmm. Content allows me to stay relevant mm -hmm. and to keep me in front of my client over and over so again. So give me some examples of the type of good content or the content you would Very good, for example, right? The weekly statistics for the area, and most agents send that, and they should send that. Mm -hmm. Then. 
the seven steps to selling your home in downtown Miami. Right. What to do if you haven't sold your property in Miami in the last 90 days. Mm -hmm. The five mistakes owners in Miami Beach make when selling their home. Right. When have I mentioned my name, my company, the experience that I have, or the properties that I sold? Not once. Not once. Now, that might be relevant later in the conversation when uh -huh. you make the presentation, right? Mm -hmm. And he asks you, okay, hold on, have you been in the business? What's the name of your company? How many properties have you sold? Mm -hmm. But I need to give you relevant information. For somebody to do business with me, I first need to give them value, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And in exchange, they might want to work with me. Right. All right? So we want to go from the agent-centric approach to the what? To the client-centric client approach, of right? Course. That's step number two in marketing. So again, remember all of us, and I see in this book right here, the, the ultimate real estate agent, and you see here, mm -hmm. who is this one? Uh, Alicia, Alicia. La Madrid, her managing <laughs> partner. All right, so if you if you watch these interviews in the Miami Real Estate Show, you see these are all top, top agents. Mm -hmm. These agents are closing over $100 million in sales a year, 100 million. Some right. of them, 200, 210 transactions mm -hmm. a year, all right? And they all agree, we're not in the business of real estate or service or, we're in the business of what? Of marketing. Mm -hmm. We are in the business of marketing. Your ability to market your services better than the competition is mm -hmm. what's going to set you apart. Right. Right. We want to go from what's called the secret agent mm -hmm. to the real estate agent. Okay. Most agents, when they get their license, they think, oh my God, I'm a real estate agent now. No, no, you're not. You're a secret agent. <laughs> not even your neighbors know that you exist. Right. And in order to change that, mm -hmm. you need bucket number two, which is marketing. So then what comes after that? After that, it's what we are looking for, which mm -hmm. is sales conversations. Okay. So I just simplify for you sure. the day of a real estate agent building a business. Mm -hmm. All right. Again, building a business. Most agents say, now I have my own business. No, don't confuse having a business with being your own boss or being self-employed. Mm -hmm. All right. Big, big difference. A business is a series of systems that allow you to constantly do two things, generate enough leads and convert those leads into clients. So let's say that- You need a system for that. So tell me about that system. Very good. So before going into that, then, then I, I, I walk you through the three steps, right? You need okay. the specialized knowledge, right. right? Because most agents are, for those of you who are listening here in Miami, say, I'm an expert. Omar, that's my, my campaign, marketing campaign, right? Mm -hmm. I, my website. And you go to my website, it's Orlando Mondial, the top agent, top producer, number, everybody's a top producer, mm -hmm. right? Number one agent in Miami, right? Call me. I'm an expert in Homestead, Coral Gables, Brickell, Miami, downtown Doral, South Miami, South Beach, Sunny Isles, Aventura. And Key West. And, and Key West, if you need me. <laughs> yeah. And not only I sell condominiums, but also single family homes, townhomes, commercial properties, and hotels. Mm -hmm. I do everything. We've seen that way too many times. Hey, you see that so many times. So again, what we want is to specialize, have the right specialized knowledge mm -hmm. on my client, my market, and the specialized knowledge on marketing. So we can go into step number two. I don't want to do any type of marketing. I don't want to generate any leads mm -hmm. before I have the specialized knowledge. Why? Because then you can't answer the questions accordingly. Exactly. So if you, can't you don't, the client accordingly. you got it. So if you don't have the specialized knowledge, all marketing is doing for you is tell more people that you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Right, and they'll you know spot that right away. Exactly. People say, no, no, but I just need leads. No, you don't want the leads. You need the specialized knowledge first. Mm -hmm. People do business with you because they see value that you can offer. Right. And showing a property saying, Omar, you see this beautiful bed right here? This is the master bedroom. <laughs> Omar, you see what this micro microwave right here? This is the kitchen, Omar. Right, that's, that's an amazing not value. kitchen. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I love right? that kitchen, it's, how much? Uh, yeah, and you're buying a $1.2 million property in, 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 uh, in Brickell, yeah. and all they can say is, it has a sub-zero fridge. Really? That's all you can tell <laughs> me about the property? Seal. Tell me how many properties are for sale in the building. I'm sorry? Tell me how many properties are for sale in the building. Can you repeat the question? They don't know. Right. You need to offer value first. Mm -hmm. So finally, you go to step number three, or bucket number three, which is sales conversations. Okay. Right? And tell me about those. What's, what's that? Good. Mean? So sales conversations is, you know, if you have your specialized knowledge, mm -hmm. and you've done the right marketing, using the specialized knowledge, providing mm -hmm. value first, you're gonna have enough sales conversations. Again, remember, philosophy, our philosophy, principle number one, is much easier for people to do business with you when they find you, right? rather than when you, you find, find them. them. Got it? That's why I don't believe in cold calling. 
Right. Listen, if you're Ooh. doing cold calling. That could be controversial listen, for some, but I'm with you. Li and listen, if you're doing cold calling and you're one of the exceptions, it's working for you, keep doing it. I'm not here to tell anybody what not to do if it's working for them. Sure. All I'm saying is that doing cold calling is not developing a business. Cold calling is a job because the moment you stop doing it, you don't generate the leads and you can exponentially grow your business. When I had my first real estate coach, I was all about one-on-one -on -one cold calling. Mm -hmm. And then I've always had coach, and, and I still have a coach today. No, I, four, I, I have four coaches. So I love that because I was talking to, I think it was a sales professor and said, you know who, who still has a coach? Tiger Woods. You know, so you, you're never too old or too good for, for a coach. The, the moment you stop learning, the moment your business starts decreasing, right? Mm -hmm. my, my coach, and I say it to everybody, it's my main coach is Dan Sullivan. Research Dan Sullivan and see how expensive that is. Mm -hmm. But I triple my investment every single year, right? right? Having that specific coach. Uh, another of my coaches, an amazing marketing guru, you know, it's uh, and I one day session with this guy, it's very, very expensive. It's uh, Perry Marshall, you know, mm -hmm. he's a huge, huge guy in, in, in marketing. Uh, so in investing on, in, in, in that type of education, education mm -hmm. comes first. The two main investments should be on education and marketing. Okay. Got it? So what, what was the question again? The, so uh, well, we were, we were wrapping up the, the main three things, which was right. um, information, then marketing, and then the sales conversation, right? right? So right. did we conclude sales conversations? Yeah, so, so the sales conversations, right, the difference between marketing and, okay, so we were talking about cold calling, right? So what happens when I had the first coach, it was all about cold calling and cold calling and cold calling. Yeah, if you, if you call 100 people, mm -hmm. eventually you're going to have two or three people that are interested in talking to you. The thing is it gets very tiring and you're not developing a business. So not to mention that's a 2% uh, conversion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. two or three people. Exactly. Very good. Very good. So that's what I'm saying. That's two or three people, but you got to call 97. Mm -hmm. That's not a business. What about when you want to go on vacation, right? So the revelation came with, with my second coach that said to me, listen, yeah, you might be calling a lot of people, which is not the right way. You know, you want people to find you instead of you finding them, but you're still selling one-to-one. -one. The idea is to sell instead of one-to-one, one-to-many. <laughs> I said, holy, I don't think we can say it. Right. <laughs> holy, really, one-to-many. All right, how do I do that? Yeah, I tell mean, me about that. You say it once, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you say it one time, mm -hmm. and then a lot of people hear that, right? right? That's what I do with the three books, with right. the magazine, with the videos on YouTube, with mm -hmm. the podcast, with the seminars, right. right? So I speak once, I record that, I put it in little pieces on mm -hmm. emails, on the website, on YouTube, on Instagram, on uh, the podcast, mm -hmm. and many people hear that information. Sure. Now, those are seeds, Omar. Mm -hmm. That's what we call in coaching. Stop. Don't ever lose your DNA of a hunter, but think in terms of becoming a farmer. Okay. What do I mean by that? Listen, most real estate agents are entrepreneurs, right? Sure. And they have that DNA that, you know, every right, day. It's in the blood. It's in the blood. Every day they wake up and they hustle, and nothing wrong with hustling. But you have to hustle and work smart. Mm -hmm. and thinking about building a business at the same time. Right. Because, yeah, you can hustle, and you might have all the energy to hustle today, but after a while, the hunter, right? The hunter is a hustler. Every day he gets up, kills, mm -hmm. the, prey, the prey comes back, you know, cooks, the prey eats, but what happens next day? He has to go back out and hunt again. Exactly. What about 10 days from now? He's going back out and hunting again. What about 10 years from now? He'll still be out there hunting. A little slower, it, but he'll, it, he'll still be point. hunting. A little bit slower. So what happens, his knees start to hurt. The back mm -hmm. starts to hurt. The legs are getting slower, right? The farmer, however, has been planting seeds right. over. And it might take a little bit longer, but after a while, those seeds give you what? Fruits. Right. Some of those fruits you sell. Some of them you eat. Some of them fall to the floor, mm -hmm. the, the, the ground, and they grow more trees. Right. So the content that I'm talking about, right, allows you to step back a little bit, yep. right, become that expert, mm -hmm. and reach many, many people. We live right. in the age of technology where with a podcast, podcast, podcast like this, like right. this reach anybody yeah, in the world. Absolutely. And if you know, you know, if you have your information uh, and you're clear on who you're talking to, you know what what you're specializing in, then you have the exactly. you know the stars are aligned. Exactly, that's exactly it, right? Mm -hmm. So when my message is relevant to a very specific audience, mm -hmm. and they see me not only posting on Facebook, which is an amazing platform, and they see my postcards or they see my YouTube videos, 
all those little seeds mm -hmm. are aggregating mm -hmm. to my business, are positioning me as the expert of choice. And developing that content makes me become the expert right. that I say that I am. Mm -hmm. That content allows me to automate the process of marketing, putting that content in different formats. Mm -hmm. We will this interview, we'll edit that interview, we'll put it at smaller format for YouTube, mm -hmm. I give it a smaller format for Facebook, and even a smaller, less than 60 second format for Instagram. Right. Now we have four or five different platforms right. from the same content. Yeah. That's out there 24-7. Not to mention you have your email marketing distribution exactly. and you know, content sharing partners and you so on and so it. forth. You got it. So those are the three main buckets, right? Yeah. Specialized knowledge, mm -hmm. marketing, and sales conversations. But that has to be supported by knowledge, mm -hmm. the content we're talking about. This is fascinating stuff. Once again, we're here at the Miami Real Estate Podcast with Orlando Montiel. Uh, I would say the man, the myth, the legend here of, of marketing. <laughs> Um, Orlando, this is, uh, so tell me more now. You've sold me on the three pillars. Okay. Okay, so then what's next? Okay, so basically, again, remember, we have two issues, right, with agents. And when we work with real estate companies or brokers, we say, all right, listen, the agent has two main problems. Number one, generating the lead. Okay. Number two, it's converting the lead. Converting the lead. Right? If we can solve those two issues, mm -hmm. we have a successful agent. Okay. All right? So number one, again, generating the lead, we need a system to generate the lead. Okay. And what does that system look like? That's an and that's, by the way, that's fast, that's simple, and mm -hmm. that is very inexpensive. Mm -hmm. you know, in 2018, finding leads, mm -hmm. it's very inexpensive. Just very good. fast. And I did a, a seminar yes. for Cervera yep. where I show right, that I can generate more than 100 leads with $100 or less. I show that real time. I went into my account and I show people how I generate 100 leads with less than $100. Do you want to talk about that huh? for our listeners now or is that is Yeah, that sure. Not. That's not a problem. Yeah, fa Facebook is an ama amazing platform, but it's not Facebook. It's mm -hmm. the message. Ah. Right? It's the content, it's the title, it's the picture, right? And I show you guys one of the advertisements. Oh, are you talking about with the, uh, with the Sunny Isles? Was it that with the, the, with the, the house? About, are you looking for a home in Sunny Isles? Uh, no, it was a different one. No, no, I'm talking about the one with Miami. I still work as a real estate agent with investors. Uh -huh. I only work with investors, right? right? I think that in order to be successful in real estate, you either has, have to work with investors mm -hmm. or with sellers. Okay. Don't forget about buyers because buyers eventually will become your sellers. Right. But becoming a listing agent, if you have a little bit of experience on real estate, you mm -hmm. know that becoming a listing agent mm -hmm. gives you presence in the market. Right. Gives you free marketing, gives you leverage. Can you work with four buyers the same day, Omar? Can I work with four buyers on a Monday? No. Impossible. Can I have four listings? Yes. Can I have 45 listings? Absolutely. Many of the agents that we coach have 60, 70, 80 listings at a time, wow. right? So that is possible. So in order to grow your business, to have presence, to improve your marketing, you need to work with sellers, mm -hmm. right? But if you're not gonna work with sellers, my background is, you know, I'm from South America, my background is with investors. Sure. Investors, I, the, the good thing about investors is that they keep buying. As long as you give them the return mm -hmm. they're looking for, they don't even have to see the property. So what, just to clarify, when you say investors, you don't mean like an investor that's gonna buy a home as an investment or there's somebody An income producing property. When, when I okay, say, yeah, and it's not flipping. Not, the, the investments that we, we like to, to, to present to our clients mm -hmm. is that investment properties for cash flow. You mm -hmm. buy a property today, yep. 30 days from now, you're getting a check. Okay. Right, with a return of seven, seven and a half percent. And that comes with going back to, I guess, step one is doing your, you know, information and getting the knowledge. Exactly. <laughs> Specializing in a very specific person, so right? My clients way. are investors, mm -hmm. all right? Mm -hmm. So, and it's in Spanish, right? And I show you that. So, I tailor male 35 to 65 in three specific places in South America, mm -hmm. right? That's Caracas. That's Maturin, a very small city in Caracas, and then one in Bogota, in Bogota right? Okay. When, and we talk about, this is very important for marketing, we talk about the loss of probability and possibility. Mm -hmm. I'm from Venezuela originally. Okay. Came here back in 1993. Now the question is, is it possible for me, Omar, to work with a Russian? Is it possible? Or a Chinese? Sure. It's, a, it's possible, right? Mm -hmm. But what's more probable, to work with a Chinese or a Venezuelan? Venezuela. That's more probable, right? So 
what's more probable, to work with a 25 to 35 Venezuelan or with a 45 to 65 Venezuelan? Quantity or in, age? In, 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 my, in my case, you know, the type of person. Who, who do you think I can relate to more? The 25 20, to 40, Exactly, right? Not to say anything about your age. No, 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 I'm not 43. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I look more, much older, I'm 43. So anyways, what's more probable? Is it to work with a Venezuelan female or a Venezuelan male? Male. Definitely, right? It doesn't mean that I don't have female clients, sure. investors. Of course I do. But my message, my marketing message, mm -hmm. is to a very specific male right. age and location. Mm -hmm. When you get to that level of specification, talking about specialized knowledge, I sit across a table with a Venezuelan male from Caracas, Maturin, or Bogota. I know exactly what they're thinking. I know the history of social uh, situation, economical situation, the currency, political situation. I hear that story many times in the past. Mm -hmm. I go to South America, I go to their country, I go to Hotel San Miguel in Maturin, I go to uh, um, uh, the clubs in uh, El Nogal in Bogota, and I'm right. sitting there with that potential client, and their sure. friends come, and they say hi to me. Right. Go, oh, you know Orlando? Yeah, I'm his client. So immediately there is a report. Mm -hmm. And I know exactly, you know how to how to answer their questions. I know exactly what they want. Right. If so I'm you're, sitting you're with that Chinese, about building, uh, developing that persona, essentially. Just... Oh, that's exactly that the word you need to develop. What's your persona mm -hmm. for marketing? Right. It doesn't mean that you can't have other type of clients, but your marketing message has to be very clear, very simple, very focused. Very focused. Right. Exactly. Got it. So that's what we do. So I show you guys in, a, in, a, in the live, in the summit, mm -hmm. the Vernal Summit, how I can generate a hundred people that are giving me their name, their phone number, and their email. Right. Now, for less than a dollar per lead, that's not, that's extremely fast. Mm -hmm. That can be, it happens, it happens actually overnight. That's very cheap. Mm -hmm. But there's a big difference between generating a lead right. and converting that lead. Which is? All right, which is we need a system and the most important word for real estate agents. We need patience, ah. <laughs> right? So I put it, I think I put it in a nice way, patience, mm -hmm. right? We need patience, but Alicia, right. all right, in one of my podcasts, the second podcast for the Miami Real Estate Show, Alicia Cervera, yep. the uh, co-owner in your company, Put it in an amazing way. You know how she talks. I yeah. mean, that's, I, She's I, prophetic. I, I, listen, no, listen I, I'm on TV almost every, almost every day. I do four seminars a week. I've been doing it for a long time. I interview her and I still learn a lot on how to speak. <laughs> She's an amazing speaker. Anyways, she said, real estate, it's not a light switch, mm -hmm. but it's faster than most industries. And she's completely right. It's not a light switch. Right. But it can be fast. But fast if you know what you're doing. Okay. Most agents say, Omar, oh, I've been in the business for 10 years. I have 10 years of experience. No, you don't. You have one year of experience and you've done it 10 times. <laughs> what do you, so what do you mean by that? Uh, basically, they have one year oh, of experience. Like one year, you just yeah. keep repeating the, whole, the same mistake over and over and over again. Right. Don't confuse time with knowledge. Sure. And going to knowledge, don't confuse information with knowledge and don't confuse knowledge with skills. Mm -hmm. My top agents, when they do our courses, right. they see the same module on average 32 times. Same module. If you're going to read a book once, a business book, nonfiction, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do yourself a favor. Right. Don't. You're just going to waste your time. Okay. You gotta get that book and read it 30, 35 the times. repetition is key. Exactly. It's repetition and what's called in memory courses, space repetition, Okay. right? It's not the same thing to crank that information the night before the exam mm -hmm. that, that you, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes every day or every other day, right? It's not the same thing to start reading, half, read half a book today right. and go to the other half a week from now because from now, you forgot most of mm -hmm. the things, yep. all right? So again, don't confuse information and what you hear in a seminar what you hear in, in, a, in, a, in a show like this, mm -hmm. like mine, it's just information. Right. In order to convert, with information, we don't make any kind of money. There's so, no money, zero. And how, so how do you make money then? Exactly the way you said it. It's repetition. Mm -hmm. So you can convert that information into knowledge. That's okay. the only way. It's what's called delivered practice. 
And then with enough delivered practice, not only you get the knowledge, but you develop what? Expertise. The skills, mm -hmm. right? I'll tell you right now, I asked agents, how many objections are there? How many objections? What do you think, how many? 10. Uh, let's say uh, 10, 20, something. Unlimited, there are only eight objections. I'll give them to you right now. Okay. Price, mm -hmm. commission, right. authority, comparison, Escape technique, meaning, no, no, let me think about it. Mm -hmm. I don't need to sell my property. I'm satisfied with what I'm doing and bring me a buy and I'll pay you the commission. Think about any, any objection from any of your sellers. It's going to fall in all one of those eight. That's just information. What can you do with that information? Processor, Not much. Yeah. But <laughs> what I'm saying, you need to practice now the answer to those objections in order for it, what, to internalize it. Right. Right? and practice over and over and over and over again until they become skills. Mm -hmm. Got it? The, the typical agent is not looking to learn. It's looking for novelty. You see them in one seminar today, in another seminar tomorrow, in another seminar tomorrow, writing notes. What do they do with the notes? File it away. That's it. So that's what we say in coaching. We say, I want you to work for the next 90 days the following way. And then you can ask me any questions you want, but when an agent joined coaching, mm -hmm. this is what we do. For the next quarter, we call it the five. The five to one. Right, all right. So you are going to focus in one market and one market only. Think about any top agent. Any top, think about any top agent that you know. Mm -hmm. They specialize in only one market. Not even in Coral Gables. You have the top agents that specialize in South Gables, North Gables, Gables States. Mm -hmm. Gables by the sea, Miami Beach, they're not experts in Miami Beach. Right. Venetian Islands, right? South Beach, south of Fifth, Mid Beach, North Beach. Very specialized people. Who makes more money, the doctor, the specialist, or the, 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 uh, the, uh, the celebrity? Also. The celebrity, <laughs> right? So understand that. Mm -hmm. Understand that the way you're going to make money is by becoming that expert. So you need to pick one mm -hmm. market. Pick one, okay. Right? Number two. One product, okay. It can be condominiums. Ideally, single-family homes, because mm -hmm. when you have single-family homes, you can advertise those. You can put your for sale sign. Right. Condominiums is more difficult. Number three, you are going to pick only one, only one lead generation tool. Wait, wait, give me an example of a lead generation tool. Facebook, for example, okay. postcards, newspaper, only one. Mm -hmm. All right. By the way, this is not something that I invented. This is a great, great guy. It's called. Taki, Tiki Moore, it's a coach also, he talks about the, the, mm -hmm. this, the five points. One lead generation tool. Right. For example, Facebook. Mm -hmm. like you, you ask me for an example, I give you Facebook. One lead conversion tool, that's number four. And for a, and a conversion tool. Let's example, see, email marketing, let's say, email okay. marketing, right? So to convert those leads, mm -hmm. right? And finally, you're going to do it for what? For one quarter. Okay. So to give you an example, let's say I, I'll pick Facebook, right? Sure. So as I was saying to you before, for breakfast, what am I going to have? Facebook. Right. For lunch, what am I going to have? Facebook. And what am I going to talk about when I'm, when I'm, when I'm having lunch? Facebook. Facebook. I'm going home to talk to my kids about what? Facebook. When they go to sleep and I talk to my wife, I talk, talk to my wife about what? Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> That's when I go to sleep. I, I, I dream with Mark Zuckerberg, right? I wake up in the morning, the first thing I think about is what? Facebook. Facebook. I do that for 90 days. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the 90 days, at the beginning, I only had information. By day 30, 35, I had knowledge. By day 90, I have developed the proper skills to generate the right leads for my business. Right. Then after 90 days, I can jump into postcards. I can jump into whatever it is. But after four quarters, what do you have? You have a solid business mm -hmm. that allows you to solve your two main issues, mm -hmm. how to generate leads and how to convert those leads into clients. And the fifth? The fifth is you do it for one quarter. Oh, that's right. That's you got to right. do it for one quarter. You can't do it for one week, two days, right. three days. Because you need to go from having just, just raw information to knowledge to skills. Listen, top basketball players, right? Mm -hmm. Since they were two years old, what do they do? Shoot. Practice, uh, the, the free throw. The yeah. free throw. Just, it's all they do. They go on vacation. They don't have any money to go on vacation. So what do they do? Practice free throw. <laughs> exactly, right? Mom and dad are fighting. What do they do? They go outside and what? Practice free throw. <laughs> right? That's therapeutic. <laughs> That's therapeutic, right? So they do that for 15 years. They go to school, they get a scholarship. And what do they do in school? Practice free throw. There you go. Then they sign them. They make yeah, 20 yeah. millions a year. And they, they get to the game, to the stadium, to the arena, 
four mm -hmm. hours earlier. What do they do? Practice those free throws. I mean, last night, less than 24 hours ago, they had a game. And mm -hmm. what did they do before the game? Practice free throws. <laughs> what, what did they do at, at, at halftime? Uh, were they practicing free throws? Yeah, and, yeah. In the, in the halftime, they come back and they practice oh, well, the free yeah, throws, right? Up, yeah, yeah. What do they do at the end of the game? They go home and celebrate, they celebrate right? <laughs> and they get to the, you know, to the NBA or the the, the, the PGA Tour and golf or in baseball. They are doing the same thing over right. and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Don't confuse information with skills. Mm -hmm. In order to develop the skills, you need deliberate practice over and over and over again. That's the way you get the edge. But real estate agents are just looking for tips. So ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Orlando Montiel once again, founder of the Montiel organization, real estate marketing guru uh, on Telemundo, on Univision, traveling across the country, uh, helping businesses market themselves. We've covered some amazing stuff here today. <laughs> I hope you guys are learning a lot and hopefully you'll be pra uh, putting this to practice to um, increase your, your, your own revenue. Orlando, what is something that then, you know, because this is a lot, yeah. right? And, yeah, it's and a lot it's, of information, to, pro information to process. Yeah. Information to process. I mean, when you have, hopefully, if you, you have the right brokerage, like a Severo, yeah. we have an academy dedicated Definitely. to, you know, these different courses. Very important. Um, but you mentioned coaching and, and so your service. What, what, do you, what advice do you give to new agents who are interested and say, hey, what you're saying resonates with me. How do I take advantage of that or would they find a coach like yourself? What, what, do you, what advice do you give to agents? As I said, first and foremost is bucket number one is mm -hmm. specialized knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. But there's so much information out there. Mm -hmm. uh, and we say it in coaching, our job is not to give you the information. Mm -hmm. Our job is to filter information, mm -hmm. right? You go to Google, you go to YouTube. I mean, it's not about information. As a matter of fact, we don't have an information problem. We have an over-information problem. I mean, we're flooded with so much information, mm -hmm. we don't know what to do. And the agents watching or listening right now, it's, they go to one seminar today, they talk about how great it is to work with foreclosures. Tomorrow mm -hmm. they go and see a seminar on how great it is to work with luxury properties. Some coaches are saying do uh, content. Some other coaches are saying do cold calling. Some other coaches are saying do nor talking. The broker is saying don't do any, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Or right. do all of them. So what do I do? And I see this agent that says that is very successful. He's doing postcards. I don't have the money to do postcards. What do I do? Right. So again, the beautiful thing about a system is when you go to college, they tell you exactly. You don't pick your... So let's go back through your mm -hmm. system one more time to make sure in terms in the spirit of re repetition yeah. and, and honing it in. So step one is pick a specialty, right? That, right. You need to become a, speciali a, spe a specialized knowledge. So if there's one thing you're going to take out of this episode today, <laughs> is please uh, pick a specialized right. knowledge. Right? So let, let's start right there. So, okay, yeah. because I get that, in, that question all the time when we're doing seminars. So how do I define my area? Mm -hmm. Very simple. You need to find an area of at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. Okay. That simple. Well, but I know many properties sold in my area within the last 12 months will expand that area. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you to go to a different area. Like, oh, no, no, but I want to concentrate on luxury properties, four million and above. Where do you live in a half a million dollar property or a hundred thousand dollar property? Nothing wrong with the property that you live is that you can you can relate to the people in the four to seven million. Mm -hmm. And there is nothing wrong working with a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar property. As a sure. matter of fact, there's less competition, okay. right? So the agents are less sophisticated. So you need to first and foremost find an area, now very, very technical, 80 to 90 properties sold. If there are not enough properties, just keep expanding until you get to 80 to 90 properties sold. Okay. And the reason being is that before we go to step number two, which is what, remember that? Step, marketing? Yeah, marketing, right? of course. Even if my marketing is great, amazing, online and offline, if there are not enough properties sold, your, not enough active turn, market, your, uh, yeah, capture, my, my turn, yeah. Uh, turnover ratio, my marketing is not going to work. So again, number one, I need to pick an area mm -hmm. within the area where I live, right. where there were 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. Right. That's, one of the, that's the first exercise we ask agents in coaching, number one. Perfect. All right? So you pick your area. Mm -hmm. Number two, it's develop the right content for that area. And when you have the specialty, you'll, you know, it's easier to develop the content and of at the course. same time you'll, you'll further your specialty while developing the content. You got it, exactly, very good point. And what are some of the ways that people can develop content? I mean, I know on, on our website, on Cervera.com, mm -hmm. by the way, I wanna give a plug for our blog. Uh, Amazing blog, great, by the way. Thank you, we have yeah, some great content, real. and we really focus on, like you were saying, sort of speaking directly to your audience. But before I side, you know, I, I digress too far into that. Uh, what are some other ways to develop 
uh, good content? Like you got good. to share your brokers, but what do you, what do you? Very, very good point. So there are a lot of things. Again, we're not, we don't have a lack of information. What we have is an overflow of information, right? So there are many things you can learn about that area, your area, but f learn these 12 things. Okay. I'm gonna give you thing, six, and then we're gonna go to the other six. Very okay. simple. Perfect. You know, I'm an expert in my area. Listen, first, I want you to learn how many properties are for sale in your building, in your building. Sure. One bedroom, two bedrooms, three bedrooms. You're saying you're an expert in our building. You live here, Omar, you wanna get my property, you wanna sell my property, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me how many properties are for sale in my, build, in my building. And I say, well, about, or kind of, I don't know, like, two, no, 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 it's not, no, no, it's not kind of, or if you go to a doctor to perform surgery on you and you ask the doctor, doctor, are you ready? Uh, kind of. <laughs> you don't want a kind of ready like, doctor. Uh, you right? know what, let me, uh, yeah, let me. I'll be back, right? right? But of course, so, if I answered you 32 okay, for now, sale. Okay, now there are 14 one bedroom, 22 two, uh, a two bedroom, and 36 three bedrooms, okay, right? Okay, tell me okay, more. Now, okay, now the average price for the one, for the two, for the three, for the one facing to the bay, for the one facing to the, to the, uh, to the city, for the ones from the first floor to the 10th floor, um, to the, from the 10th to the 20th floor, and then the average price per square foot, based on the market, highest for sale and lowest for sale. Again, those are the six things. Mm -hmm. Average price, right. number of properties for sale, average price, price per square foot, days on the market, highest for sale, lowest for sale. Mm. If you have that information for your current market, you will make an amazing presentation without even mentioning how long have you been in the business, mm -hmm. what company you work for, how experienced you are. That comes later. First, right. I need to know that you know what you're talking about. Sure. So, Omar, I completely understand that you want me to compare you. You want to interview other agents. Perfect. But in order to find that agent that is most prepared to sell in your home, first you need to be prepared, Omar. So I'm going to give you a series of questions. Here are the 12 questions. As you can see right here is what you need to ask that agent. Okay. And that question, question number one, it's number of properties for sale. Mm -hmm. Average price, average price per square foot. I'm going to give you the answer right now. Omar, in this building right now, there are 13 properties for sale, one bedroom, 22, two bedroom, and 14, three bedroom. The average price is 478. The average price per square foot is 372, and the highest for sale is $1.23 million, mm -hmm. and the lowest for sale is a short sale for $479,000. Wow, right? I guess I don't need to interview any agents. <laughs> any other now, now, if you find the agent that can answer these questions and the same information for the properties that sold within the last six months, mm -hmm. I think you should consider that agent for the job of selling your home. That agent knows what he's talking about. What are you doing right there? Are you saying, are you telling the client that you're the best, that you're the most experienced? You're showing that person that right. you know what you're talking about. Right. And at the end of the day, we're not selling real estate. We say, we say that we're in the business of marketing. Right. But we're not selling real estate. All we sell, Omar, is our confidence. And you know, I you hear that? All we're selling is our confidence. Don't confuse self-esteem with confidence. And the only way you achieve or get that confidence is through knowledge. And I think that there's a great correlation there between how you first started in the sense of it's a lot easier to sell somebody when they come looking to you. Mm -hmm. uh, in this concept, I mean, you're not hard selling, but you're giving the confidence. So instead, I'm coming to you. You're not even asking for the business. As I, I, I have to give you my business. Man, you just hit on the main point. In my team right here in my office today, we say something very important, all right? And I, and I said it to one of, of your key members in your staff one day. I said, I don't want to sell you on our coaching. I want to inspire you to do business with me. If I have to sell you, I, I haven't done my job. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to sell anybody. Mm -hmm. I want them to be inspired to work with me. And the only way I can do that is by giving them, it's not about talking about myself, it's by giving them relevant information. Mm -hmm. Omar, nobody wants to be sold, but everybody loves to buy. So we need to create an environment where people want to buy from us instead of us having to sell them. So tell me about, um, let's continue going through these because I think this is mm -hmm. great. So tell me about, I think the next one was um, point number three mm -hmm. on the five to one. Yeah, was, lead uh, generation. Lead generation. Right, exactly. Which was going to be... Facebook, for example, or postcards, whatever, whatever you decide. Let's pick one for, uh, you know, Facebook, for our, let's say, because okay. it's the fastest. What happens with Facebook today is that it allows you to generate leads at a very inexpensive price, mm -hmm. right? In order to do a postcard campaign, you need at least $1,200 per month, and you need to do it for at least a year, mm -hmm. right? In order to start seeing results. It doesn't mean that it doesn't work. But again, it's not about Facebook. 
It's not about postcards. It's about the message. And so speaking of that message, so you have all this information, right? right? So what type of messages or content Great. do you like for Facebook? Perfect. So for example, on Facebook, what to do if you haven't sold your property in the last 90 days? Download the five mistakes owners in Miami Beach make when selling their home and how to avoid them. So I'm, I'm downloading that <laughs> Exactly. You see, did I say how good I am? Right. No, right? So that is a compelling title and information for people mm -hmm. to give me their, their name, their phone number, their address. And, and just to point out, I mean, so you can get as sophisticated with this as, you know, clicking that leads you to a white paper or a landing page where you get Very info. Very good. Or as simple as, you know, I have a blog and I right. wrote that content, right. you know, on the blog and, you know, then right. your call to action right. at the bottom. Right. So there's different ways to get Very it good. Very, I need the content for that, right? right. That, that's why content is so important. Now I upload that content to Facebook and Facebook automatically gives that to, uh, to the... Uh, uh, to, to the client. Facebook right. gives me immediately their information. What do I do with infor that information? Well, that's step number four. Mm -hmm. right? The email conversion. With the email conversion. conversion. Yeah, yeah the, client, the, uh, the lead conversion. Oh, I just want to touch on one other yeah, thing, sure, though, sure. before we... So, and with the persona uh -huh. and your profile that you talked about earlier, so one thing is you're sharing organically, right? But then they also have the option to pay to promote Oh, that's content. in Facebook. Right, on Facebook. Oh, okay. No, let's go into that. Very, very important. <laughs> no, no, listen. It's, uh, when I do the Facebook seminars uh -huh. or the Facebook certifications, when we do it here, uh, when I do it, because my brother does it even better than I do, but when I do it, I ask for, the, for this question. Right, raise your hand the people that are using Facebook. Many people do. All right, good. A deeper question is, are you using Facebook or is Facebook using, using you? you? Well, I think the recent testimony by <laughs> <laughs> on Capitol Hill, maybe they are. <laughs> right. Well, well the, hey, listen, Facebook's business is to package your information and sell it to somebody else. It's right. a great business model and a fair them. business model. What do you want? I mean, you, you want a service for free? Mm -hmm. Of course not. And it's a great model, right? Uh, and a valid model. Yeah. When I say great model, I'm not talking about money-wise. It's, it's a great service to yeah. the people that use it, but most people are not using it. So if you're going to post for the sake of posting, mm -hmm. Don't, because the only people that are going to see your post is your mom, your dad, your wife, your kids, and your friends who are realtors. Mm -hmm. You need to create a lead, a lead marketing campaign, lead mm -hmm. generation campaign that allows you to capture their information so you can go to step number two, which is follow up, trigger an email marketing campaign. Okay. Again, don't confuse it. Wow, that's too confusing, it's too much information. Mm -hmm. Well, remember, you don't graduate from business school in two years, in you know, in two days, mm -hmm. right? You need a business that ha you need a system in order to have a business. If right. not, you are only a self-employed person, and right. you have two jobs, you are the owner and you are the employee, and you work for the craziest lunatic in the world, mm -hmm. yourself. Yourself, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's not my quote. That's Michael Gerber, one of the, the author of Emeth, which is an amazing book. Everybody should read that. And so right. all of this is um, is adding, you know, I think it's stacking up. It's making a lot of sense. It's, mm -hmm. it's perfect. It's not easy, right? Mm -hmm. But as you said, I mean, you don't expect uh, great things to come right. um, without hard work. Right. Uh, but now you wanted to go on to four. So to right, so law, it's lead generation, right? Okay. So now it takes more time. Remember the most important word that I said that mm -hmm. real estate agents need to know and mm -hmm. have an implement, which is what? Patience. Yes. Right? It's not going to happen overnight, mm -hmm. but as Alicia wisely said, it's not a light switch, but mm -hmm. it's faster than most businesses. Right. right? If you want a paycheck within two weeks, get a job. Right. And there's nothing wrong with a job. Listen, there's nothing, and I'm, I know we're jumping, this is the idea of yeah. a podcast, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I like that informal conversation, so there's nothing wrong with having a job. What's wrong is having the wrong expectations, mm -hmm. right? Some people say, how can you wake up every day and not know how much money you're going to make? Mm -hmm. Some other people say, how can you get up every day and know exactly how much money you're going to make? None of the two are wrong. It's just different mentality. But if you want your paycheck every two weeks and you have a job, you have to, you're right, you're, you're okay with you, mm -hmm. all right? You, you are emotionally, you should be okay in terms of business, mm -hmm. right? But if you're an employee and you want the upside of a business, but you don't want to take the risk, that's the conflict, right? right. The, the mindset conflict. Mm -hmm. The same thing with an entrepreneur. Right. I can't expect to have the security every two weeks of a paycheck if I'm an entrepreneur, right? But I, but I'm betting at the up, up, 
But I, and I think the entrepreneurs have a certain sort of like atmosphere, not atmosphere, but uh, mindset, mm -hmm. you know, a certain drive that they're mm -hmm. willing, if, if you're going into the real estate business, it's because you know what the risk is. And, right. and so the key is then being smart about how to, you know, how to, ta how to tackle that risk. Right. So let's go through four and, and five mm -hmm. uh, quickly. Then um, I think with email conversion right. or conversion, you like email, you mentioned offline, that it's one of the best. Right? To me, it's, it's the most important tool Every, every small business has. I mean, if you don't have an email marketing campaign sequence, mm -hmm. right, specialized in real estate for buyers and for sellers, then, then you're, you're, what are you doing? So give our, <laughs> give our audience and our viewers some examples of, I, I guess, good email marketing mm -hmm. systems or how you would approach email marketing, whether it's like MailChimp or... Sure, uh, sure, and again, it's not about the system. You can use MailChimp, it's an amazing platform. We use MailChimp, mm -hmm. we use Constant Contact, we use an even more sophisticated one, Omer, right? Infusionsoft, mm -hmm. uh, they are all great, but again, it's not about the platform. Mm -hmm. It's about the message, message on the platform, right? Right. How long should the title uh, the, the, the title should be? No more than eight words. How long should the cop the body of mm -hmm. that email should be? What is the call to action on the email? Right. Where is it directing you? So there is a science, a marketing science right. behind it, right? Right. So but people send emails to a blast email to buyers and sellers, same information, which is crazy, right? Just because it's free, so they have views right. on it, and then they complain when they don't subscribe. But when you're when you're focused, when you have a de clearly defined you know specialty, you develop a persona that you know you know really is interested in in the content, the message is right, and you have the system and the structure, then you're obviously going to get results. Exactly. So let's talk about some at the end of those 90 days. Mm -hmm. uh, step five mm -hmm. is is analyze right. So right. or do it for 90 days. Mm -hmm. So step five. So um, what are some things that you should be looking when you're analyzing the effectiveness of your uh, your efforts for that last? Quarters. Well, in a daily basis, and we have a wonderful team member here helping us record, Omero. Omero is always with us, you know, everywhere. He's the tech guy in our company. Uh, he looks our results from emails almost every day. Every other day, Omero, every other day. And, and he downloads that information from Facebook, from different sources, and we put him in a drip campaign. And we analyze that drip campaign. How many people open it? But not only how many people open it, who opened it? Sure. Right? So, and what's a good about, open rate? What's a good average open rate? We have about 18% open rate. Wow. All right? Which is, it's, which is average on the industry, by the way. Yeah. I thought uh, it was like closer to 11. No, 18%. And, and, and when you have small, and it also depends on how big your, your database is. And if sure. you have a smaller database, usually 24%. Will be good. So, but not only how many people open it, but how many op people open the second one? Because we have a trigger with infusion stuff that tells you, okay, if this person opens the first one, then send them the second one. Mm. And if this person opens the second one, then we're calling. And when we call, they know exactly who it is. Right. So, talking about call calling, I'm calling people out of the blue. See how many how many people answer, and they don't know who I am. But when I have a big database that I'm positioning myself as the expert of choice because I'm providing value, relevant content every single week, at least two, three times per week, and I know that's a lot for most people, all right? but start with one time a week, you're positioning yourself and you are looking actually on who is opening those emails, mm -hmm. then you're targeting specific people, right? Right. And then sometimes you didn't have the time, Omero, you don't even have the time to call those people. These people Call us. Call you. Right? And, and I have it here in the text. Uh, he tells me the people that are interested, just from today, people that are interested on the services. Right here, right? We have it. And he sends it to me. These are the people that are interested. Interested on the coaching. Right. Right? On the services. So we just return calls. When we return the call, all we have to say is, what program are you in? Why? Sure. And, and there it goes. Why do you want the coaching? Mm -hmm. Instead of, well, let me tell you what we right. do. It's not about us. It's about them. We have a lot of things in coaching, but you tell me, listen, I want to learn how to generate more leads, and I want to learn how to handle the objections. What type of courses that we have? What do you do in coaching? Well, that's exactly what we do. We teach you how to generate more leads and well, how to handle objections. And so, oh, perfect. So tell our, our, our listeners here as we, um, as we wind this sure. down, what are the services that your organization offers? Well, it's more, again, more than our, what, what we offer, mm -hmm. it's understand that you want to go from information to skills, mm -hmm. all right? Research us, research, research any other company, make sure success leaves clues. Most people hear that information mm -hmm. before. What we do in coaching is we filter that information. Mm -hmm. And the reason the coaching system works is not because we're better than anybody else. It's that because we're in front of literally thousands of agents in a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So we tell you real life, this is working. 
This is not. Why? Because we see it working. And this is not working. Why? Because we have all these people, all these data that are telling us this working with this doesn't work. Mm -hmm. All right. So what we do in coaching is basically set up the systems, help you set up the systems to generate more leads. That's marketing, mm -hmm. and to convert those leads. That's selling. The difference between marketing and selling is marketing is everything that you do out there, right? Mm -hmm. Online and offline, Facebook, postcards, Instagram, newspapers, everything. That's marketing. That's a completely different set of skills. Mm -hmm. Selling is what you do once you have that lead, that prospect on the phone or face to face. That's pre-qualifying, following up, presenting, handling objections and closings. That's one-on-one -on -one in insurance, banking and real estate. Two completely different set of skills. Mm -hmm. So that's what we teach, the marketing and the selling. We are based on clarity, simplicity and focus. What we want is to eliminate, it's not about organizing your day. It's about eliminating most of the things that you do that are actually not that important. Focus on the three buckets. Remember, number mm -hmm. one, focus on what? Specialized knowledge. Mm -hmm. Once you have that, focus on what? Your marketing. Right. And finally, just handle the sales conversations that are going to come to you. I just simplify for you your whole day. Can you do more than those three things? Yes, you can. In our experience, it just creates more noise. So specialized knowledge. Specialized knowledge. Right, marketing. Marketing. And sales And sales conversations. Sales conversations is pre-qualifying, follow-up, handling objections, presenting, and closing. I think we, we solved some big problems here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Listen, and to, to close it, I know I talk a lot today. No, I, this I, is I, great. I, I, it's I have my some passion, rapid fire questions for you, too. <laughs> so let's do it. Yeah. So before we, before we go into that, is that... Most people, and that's not only agents, most entrepreneurs concentrate on the $10 an hour jobs mm -hmm. instead of the $1,000, $2,000 an hour job. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it's easier. That's just human nature, mm -hmm. right? It's much easier to go into default, into looking at your emails or posting on Instagram mm -hmm. than actually sitting down and repeating, you know, purposely, mm -hmm. you know, learning the market statistics, learning about your persona, your client, mm -hmm. right? That, analyzing marketing. That takes energy mm -hmm. that takes focus mm -hmm. so it's it's easy you saw just to post listen we're here right here doing a, <laughs> a facebook live whatever and it's, it's easy right right so but don't confuse all right mm -hmm. that thing that is easy to do busyness my, my coach dan sullivan i'm giving credit to dan sullivan he says if you want to make more money you have to stop being busy hmm. stop being busy what did he mean by that? Right. That most people get busy, you know, they do a lot of things, things that don't, little things, right? Because right? it's more comfortable. Because but, if you yeah. truly sit down, right? by the way, again, another quote to Alicia. See, it's coming the, in the <laughs> first, I, you need to go to the Miami Real Estate Show and, and watch her interview. It's the first one that I did in the interview. And she says, in the, in the show, she said, I decided one day to stop because I, he, she said, I, I listened to an interview with Bill Gates, mm -hmm. and he said he would take 20 minutes every day just to lay back and, and think. Mm -hmm. And he said, and she said, I, I started doing that 20 minutes a day, just thinking, just mm -hmm. thinking and writing notes, thinking. Mm -hmm. And she said, that year, I, I made more money than any previous year in business, right? Mm -hmm. And most of us don't want to think because it's not comfortable to sit down and say, all right, stop a little bit, let's think. Mm -hmm. think Thinking takes and requires energy, mm -hmm. effort, mm -hmm. right? So listen, we can even go to the bathroom without the phone. <laughs> it's easier to go to the bathroom with the phone. It's easier to sit down, have lunch by yourself, listening to something. Mm -hmm. Try to leave your phone in your office. Right. It's difficult. We're hooked the whole day. Yeah, no, my phone, like I told my phone broke the other day. I feel like I'm, I'm like in another universe. I don't <laughs> right. know what right. the phone. Right, right. Yeah, so let's, um, I, I love that you brought up the, 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 what she, Alicia mentioned about habits of Bill Gates. Yeah. Because I think we're going to transition out of the, uh, out of the business mm -hmm. side. I want to talk about you personally for a moment in terms of habits of effective people. Mm -hmm. um, what, what sort of, daily rituals or habits do you have that you would say that you want to share with our listeners that really help you f achieve either you know success personally professionally or just peace of mind like what do you do when you're not working number number one in the morning every morning I wake up very early in the morning mm -hmm. I'm not asking anybody to do this mm -hmm. uh, but I wake up at 4 30 in the morning uh, I go to sleep fairly early, 8.30 to 9, because mm -hmm. my kids are still small and I enjoy going to bed with them and putting them to sleep and immediately fall asleep and transfer to my room. Uh, but working from 4.30 in the morning to 6.30 in the morning on my business without email interruption, 
without client interruption, with our, our group, our, our team members interruption, allows me to actually take a look at what's working mm -hmm. and what's not. So you block right? off the, the Two hours and... every day, every morning, right? Uh, listen, I'm gonna give a plug to, to yoga. and uh, It's not a religion or anything like that, but man, if you're not doing yoga, you're getting old every day. Mm -hmm. uh, listen, buy, do, you don't even have to go to a class. Just download an application and just follow that. Do it for a month, and if right. you don't feel better after that month, don't do it anymore. Right. But it, it, whatever you're doing, weights, running, and I do running, I love running, but yoga, it's great. So after that, I do running one day off, one, you know, one every other day, and then I do yoga every day, and then I come to the office and I have my amazing, amazing team, that without my team, you know, it's uh, Tim Ferriss, remember? You I love mentioned Tim to Ferris, me Tim yeah. Ferriss, uh, an amazing guy. He says something very interesting. Uh, you should either, you, you, you need to start thinking about eliminating. If you can't eliminate, then automate. Mm -hmm. And if you can't automate it, delegate it. If you can't eliminate, automate. Right, so start thinking, for, okay, what can I eliminate? Again, this doesn't come from, it comes from Tim Ferriss. So it says, what can I eliminate, mm -hmm. all right, in my day, in my routine, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I can eliminate these things, but these five things I can't. Well, out of those five things, can I automate those, you know, some of those mm -hmm. five things? And out of those five, the ones that, that I can't automate, can I delegate them? Sure. All right, and going back to my coach, Dan Sullivan, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the successful entrepreneur of the 21st century is the entrepreneur that, that focuses on his unique ability, right. right? We all have unique abilities. To me, you know, what maybe what Omero does, which is, you know, the, the technical aspect, or Maru do, does the, you know, all the infusion stuff, to me, that's crazy mm -hmm. and boring to a certain degree. And to them, to my team, doing mm -hmm. what I do, stepping in front of an audience every day and going on TV, it's just like, I don't want to do that. Omero calling somebody, there's no way he's going to call somebody. That is, it's not his DNA, mm -hmm. and it's not my DNA to do what he does. So mm -hmm. you need to, going back to Dan's words, you need to associate with people that have unique abilities that are not like yours, so you can have a good, good team. You mentioned Tim Ferriss, and I, I, um, I love his podcast, The yeah, Tim Ferriss Show, great, I think, for not, anybody. You he's know, almost as popular as mine. Almost, yeah, right? <laughs> so and so aside from aside <laughs> from your podcast, and or let's say your right. books, or even the Miami Real Estate Podcast, mm -hmm. uh, those three aside, is there anything else that you're reading or listening to that is just yeah, profound? I, or, yeah, I, 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 I read very few books a year, mm -hmm but I read them many, 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 many times. Going back to the repetition. Right, repetition. so I do a summary of 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 the same book. Mm -hmm. So one that I've been reading for the last six months, Never Split the Difference, Okay. right? It's a great negotiation book uh, written by an ex-FBI nego host negotiator. Okay. Very, very interesting. So right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, right? And I not only have, uh, I think I'm in the 36th uh, summary of the book, I, I'm in my fourth PowerPoint presentation to myself, right? Wow. Uh, so, to yourself. To, so yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm not, that, that's his material. It's right. not my material, so I can't, I can't copy that or anything. No, like but that. in terms of like just uh, <laughs> going back to becoming an expert, just absorbing right, it. Right. You know? Listen, that's a great book, but in order for me to develop those skills that he had, right. or or at least use something of what he teaches in the book, mm -hmm. I need to go over that book many, 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 many times. Another one is Persuasion by Robert Cialdini, one of the top marketing experts. In, in, in the world, persuasion it's highly recommended. I read that one over and over and over and over again. Uh, Jim Kiewit, uh one of uh, the top top memory experts. Mm -hmm. So I'm always educating myself and and reading. I set aside time for reading. So finally, Orlando, uh, what quote or mantra uh, or even parting thoughts do you want to leave for our, our viewers, our audience? And one from Bruce Lee. It's an amazing quote, going back to repetition. Bruce Lee says, I, I don't fear the person that practices 10,000 kicks one time. I fear the person that practices only one kick, only one kick, 10,000 times. We're gonna leave it right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you so much for listening, for watching. We hope you enjoyed it. Once again, this was Orlando Montiel, real estate marketing guru here in, uh, in the Miami market, well, nationally, let's say. Uh, and I'm Omar DeWin, your host with the Miami Real Estate Podcast. I want to thank our executive producer over there, Artie Rahimi, and 
Juan Artiez, our sound engineer in Romero. Right? Uh, Romero was Omero. here today. You know, we can excellent go lighting. Right? Hopefully, we look you know we look good uh, thanks to yeah, him. So a, this was fun, Orlando. Really, and hey, truly, and we hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, it's my pleasure. You can you know you can find me anytime you want on the on the internet. Look for Orlando Montiel, and definitely you'll find some of them. And hopefully, we'll have you back. Uh, it's for my another, pleasure, man. You know, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. All right, Omar. Thank you, thank you very much for having me. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show and we certainly enjoyed making it. We hope you will come back. We've got some more great content dedicated to informing, intriguing, and inspiring Miami real estate professionals. Where can you find us? We're on the podcast store, wherever podcasts are available. That's iTunes, of course. We're also on Podbean, Spotify, Audible, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can even ask Alexa about us. Go ahead and visit Cervera.com slash blog. That's where our newsroom is located. We've got some more great content there as well, market reports, and more. You can sign up for our newsletter there. Connect with us on social at CerveraRE or send us an email, Miami Real Estate Podcast at Cervera.com. We would love to hear from you. So from all of us here in Miami, where the future is always bright, until next time.